Hello, and welcome back to Collector and Son. I'm one of your hosts, John, and with me as always is my old man. This is Bob, the Collector. And in today's episode, we will be discussing all the stars and legends that we have unfortunately lost over the last year, and some stories about some of the times that we have interacted with them and met them at various shows and events. So, without further ado, why don't we open this uh, box, Dan? All right, let's go. All right, so we've lost some legends recently, and it really makes you look back at some of the moments we have shared with them over the years. Uh, Many, many legends. Um, Let's start with maybe Paul Horning, uh, Packer legend, a.k.a. the Golden Boy. I remember we met him at a show one time in uh, Minneapolis, and we it was... (laughs) It was the night that Aaron Rodgers was out for the Packers and we were playing the New England Patriots. The next day, right? It was a Saturday night, Saturday afternoon that we met him. Right, and Matt Flynn was going to be quarterbacking the Green Bay Packers that night against Tom Brady, which is quite ironic considering that uh, Rodgers and or the Packers and Brady are going to be battling it out tomorrow in the NFC Championship game when this is being recorded. But I remember we went up to Paul we- after... Yeah. Um. And we asked him, you know, do you think the Packers have a chance tomorrow? This was after everybody else had uh, had their autograph, and he was probably scheduled from let's say one to two, and it was probably like one forty-five. So everybody that had their autograph tickets had already had things signed, and so he was sitting there all by himself. So it was just him, and we were getting somebody else's autograph, and we kind of wandered over and thought we would chat with him for a few minutes. Yeah, and I remember. Uh, you asked me to ask him uh, if I thought the Packers had any chance on Sunday against New England, and it was just a flat no. conversation. Nope. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Um, we met him a few times so throughout yeah, the years. Uh, that was one a, story that sticks out in my memory, yeah. though, and I remember that game. The Packers came close. Matt Flynn played well, but yeah, he was correct in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we met him quite a few times, actually. I think we have a, a few um, mini helmets that he'd signed and uh, a jersey. And, yeah, I think we met him probably in Chicago. I think we might have met him in Green Bay once, too. Uh, so quite a few times. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, willing to talk to us. I mean, even if it was to just the extent of no. <laughs> but, <laughs> no chance. Yeah, no chance. Was that the game where, was it Dan Connolly? Took back that kick for... There was a kick return, I, believe, I remember. I it, it was that game. It was the beginning of the second half or something, yeah. and we had kept it close, and this, uh, I don't know if he was a lineman I or... I think he was a lineman. It was a, it was a big kick. guy. Yeah, yeah, just picked it up at like the 20 and just kept running, and nobody could tackle him. He just kept going down the field. Seems like... Uh, and that was kind of the, yeah. the thing that you know got us behind, and we couldn't recover from that. But like you said, it was close. Yeah, I know um, there are many more legends that we've lost in... In recent times, are there any that you specifically wanted to bring up? Well, it just it seems like in the last couple of months, we've lost quite a few, which is mm-hmm. sad. And it's the, the guys that I grew up with idolizing and, you know, my heroes from the 60s and 70s. Um, you know, Tom Seaver not too long ago, Bob Gibson, uh, two guys that we have met at shows and we uh, have autographs on baseballs. Um so those two, uh, of course, just yesterday or two days ago, Hank Aaron passed away, Yeah, which I think we talked about in one of our podcasts about the jersey that I, I bought back in 
about the year 2000 or so um, in, in Atlanta. So with a Hank Aaron autograph, we never met him personally. He really didn't do shows that I know of that he was a, you know, did uh, public signings. I think he did a lot of private signings, but uh, never got to meet him, which is unfortunate. For maybe uh, some of our new listeners, do you want to maybe go into that story of how you acquired a Hank Aaron autograph? And Oh, so yeah, it was, we were on vacation and we were in Atlanta and um, we were at a, not sure where it was, but there was a Atlanta Braves pro shop. So, um, you know, af- affiliated with the team. So I knew the, the items were legitimate um, and they had a jersey there for sale. There's a Hank Aaron jersey and it was probably about you know, like $250 and, but it was on sale for 20% off or something. So I thought that was a pretty good deal, but still it was a lot of money. Um, I wasn't sure about it, but I checked with my wife and she said, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. So I went ahead and bought it. I was felt a little guilty because I never spent that much on a collectible um, at that time. Um, but I'm sure glad I got it because it's, you know, it's a, the Braves jersey. The um, I don't know if it's a Mitchell Ness, but I'm guessing it is because it looks authentic. Um, you know, it wasn't a game-worn jersey or anything, but it was a, a, a Braves jersey from that vintage from the 70s and with a nice Hank Aaron autograph on it. For those who are interested in maybe getting a closer look at that autograph, that will be um, our next episode of Memorabilia Monday, which we That's, take a look at. I don't want to make any promises because right now it's um, <laughs> in the collectible room. It's buried in a corner uh, behind a bunch of mini helmets and other jerseys. So I'm going to have to do some digging to get it out. So I think we have a Hank Aaron baseball as well that I, I'm not sure where I received that one, but that was one of the first things I, I remember getting. Again, didn't meet him. So um, hopefully it was legitimate autograph. It sure looks like it, but um, I'm not sure where we got it. So we might have to show that instead. Well, regardless, we will we will have another memorabilia Monday out for you, and it will involve Hank Aaron in some way or another. Anybody else that you? Well, one guy that I regret, uh, I did meet him, a very nice guy, Al Kaline. I met him when I first started uh, collecting autographs. And back then, the early 90s, I would get autographs on 8x10s, which is fine. Um, and he had a nice signature and, and I always had displayed that, but then over time I realized that I didn't have space to hang all these eight by 10 pictures with autographs. So I decided to go to baseballs instead or bats. And, um, I always wanted to get his autograph on a baseball or a bat and he'd show up on, you know, the Chicago shows that he'd be appearing at, but then he would a lot of times would cancel due to health reasons. So I never got to meet him again, which I always regret. I actually had a uh, a nice Louisville Slugger bat that I had planned on getting him to autograph. It was a uh, uh, one from his era. So um, if anybody knows the, I, I get my bats, and I believe they're still um, available through AnacondaSports dot com, and you can get uh, bats that are Louisville Sluggers and from a certain era. So if you know the bats from Louisville Slugger, they're they're different branded depending on the the decade um that they were used so interesting i I didn't know that yeah so like lk lines bat has a different logo on it than the louisville sluggers that you see today Mm. so you know the bat that he would have used that's pretty cool so yeah anaconda sports is where i always got my bats and they'd have a it's a blank spot so it'd say you know the the bat and it's a place for the autograph 
Um, so it always came out really nice. So I have that still in my collectible room. Um, I'll have somebody else sign that from that era at the future show. But it was always, I always had hoped to get uh, LK Line's autograph on it. Yeah. I know we we lost some Packer legends as well mm-hmm. um, from the from the Lombardi days. You got Willie Wood, Willie Davis, Herb Adderley. Yeah, Herb Adderley was one of my first autographs that I, you know, I think I told the story about Bob Feller. I think my first football one was Herb Adderley. He was at some local card shop and signing autographs, and that's the first time I was introduced to mini helmets. I thought, these are really cool. And uh, had him sign a mini helmet, a Packer mini helmet. I think he had Super Bowl inscription on it as well. That's pretty cool. I I didn't know that actually. I didn't know. I know we had met. I know you had had a Herb Adderley, uh, Herb Adderley autograph, but I didn't know that he was one of your first ever. Because before you were born, probably, probably yeah, the early nineties. That's cool. Yeah, it doesn't his uh, grandson or somebody in his family play in the NFL now? Yep, he's a safety, and I believe if i'm not mistaken we have an autographed rookie card of his that, oh okay. that we pulled from a box that could be yeah yeah i think i remember that yep um we also lost some great uh legends not only from the packers but other ones in the nfc north uh including gail sayers yeah yeah which is met him a few times yeah. uh very nice guy. Yep. You have his autograph, a beautiful autograph, and you saw it last week on the uh, multi-sign NFL Hall of Fame helmet, mm-hmm. but also have his autograph on um, Chicago Bear uh, mini helmets. Yeah. Very, uh, such a legend and such a great guy. It's sad to uh, to see him go, but you just got to cherish those times that we've mm-hmm. we've met him. and. Yep. Um, yeah, last time was probably about five, six years ago, I'm guessing, in Chicago. And we had heard that he was his health was starting to decline at that time. So, um, yeah, it's sad. Anyone anyone else that you've met over the years? Well, Tom Seaver, another one that we lost recently. A great pitcher, Bob Gibson, uh, have their autographs on baseballs. Um, so they were um, the ones that we had met. Again, if I had to do it over again, I might, you know, since these were, you know, iconic pitchers, it'd be nice to have them on a, a jersey or a, a bat, possibly. Yeah. Again, those type of autographs, as you know, um, are always more than just a baseball. So Tom Seaver might be, or Bob Gibson might have been $80 to get signed, a signed baseball, but if you wanted a jersey, it might be $200 or something. So that's always something that you have to consider. Are you willing to pay that cost? Plus, a baseball costs you, you know, fifteen or twenty dollars in MLB baseball. A jersey, if you want an authentic, an authentic jersey like a Mitchell Ness, that's going to be two, three hundred dollars possibly. So that's a big investment. Yeah, but I mean, for these iconic players, you think that it's worth it? Right. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yeah, that's something you have to decide. And again, that's with me. I look at they have to be. The iconic of the iconic type of players to to spend that kind of money, right? Kind of like how we discussed last week with, um, they have to be the most iconic top five ever quarterbacks for you to get them on a they're a standalone full size NFL right. helmet. Yeah, no, that's just my my way of thinking. Just because <laughs> I have a limited budget, I don't have that kind of money to spend. Right, I'd love to right. be able to get everybody on a jersey or a hel- full size helmet, but that's just not realistic. Yeah, well, I think uh, a lot of people can relate to that. 
We also lost uh, Whitey Ford, a great Yankee pitcher. Uh, have his autograph on a baseball. I remember meeting him as well. Um, Don Larson, I think, died this year too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. Of course, you know what he's most remembered for? The perfect yeah. game in the World Series. Um, have him, actually, his autograph, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but it's on a baseball with Yogi Bear's autograph. So you always, you know, because, uh, of course, they were the battery that made up the, the perfect game. Uh, Yogi being the catcher, of course, and Don Larson, the pitcher. It's one of those that should you have had them on individual baseballs. I think it's pretty cool that they're on the same one. I don't know if it has the same value as them individually, but right. I, think, I think there's a market for people who think that that's I cool think to get so. them together. Yeah. Now, out of curiosity, how did you come across that? Did you do that on purpose? Were you at a show and you got both of them on the same ball, or did you... Did you see a, a baseball from maybe a vendor or on a website that you decided, hey, I want to get that? No, I didn't buy that one. No, that was when I, I saw them at a show. I think they were going to show together. And that your decision was to get them both on mm-hmm. the same ball? Yeah, that's well, when I first started collecting. So, again, I didn't know the oh, you know the wisdom of getting them on separate balls that you don't want to have them you know, necessarily multi-signed on a ball. But I think, and like you said, in that case, it's also like people collect um, – in baseballs for the 700 home or 500 home run club, for right. example. Um, and that type of thing or a bat that has just the signatures from the people of that club. And I think that's fine. I think that's a good idea. It's yeah. like the NFL hel- helmet, you know, you have a multi-signed one. Speaking of um, 700 home run club. Yeah, I guess I was jumping ahead a little bit. Uh, bringing it back to Hank Aaron. Yeah. Uh, do you remember where you were when he... Hit that most iconic home run. I remember watching it. Uh, it would have been, is that 74? I think it was 74. April of 74. I wasn't around. <laughs> I, think <but> it was <laughs> a, I think it was a Monday night baseball game. I should look that up. April 8th, I believe it was, 74. And, um, yeah, I remember watching it back then. You know, that's it was Monday night baseball. I watched that every every Monday night. You couldn't yeah. miss that. And, yeah, it was, uh, I think they are playing the Dodgers. So, yeah, that was, I definitely remember it. I remember him crossing and going around second base and two fans running out on the stands and, you know, slapping him on the back. And Do you wish that you were one of those <laughs> fans? Nice, that yeah. would have been pretty cool. I don't think that would happen nowadays. I don't no, think I don't they would think allow so. that. I think no. they would have taken those guys out, especially when you hear the stories and the sad stories about what he had to face with all the death threats and right. everything that he had to deal with. It was just it's sad. I didn't realize that, especially being, you know, 10-year-old at the time. Yeah. But um, you look at his career and the consistency is what I think stands out the most. Oh, yeah. That, you know, he never had a 50 home run season, but he had, you know, consistently 30 to 40 home runs a year for 20 years. I saw a tweet and it just kind of spoke volumes to me and it was his career and it was just each year and it was down the line every year and there was a all and then a star next to it and it, it just consistently an all-star just one of the greatest yep. to ever do it. Yep. How do you feel about, you know, his home run record being broken by somebody like Barry Bonds, if we want to get a little controversial here? Well, I just, yeah, I have a hard time with that just because of the, the steroid era. Um, I just, I think an asterisk needs to be put next to that. I mean, the disclaimer name. is he was never caught. But right. It makes you wonder, and it, Makes it kind of sad when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think back to, you know, our 
a good buddy the uh, that we talked about earlier, Harmon Killer Brew, yeah. and back, you know, 15, 20 years ago, he was probably number five on the list. You know, it was Hank Aaron, it was Babe Ruth, Willie Mays. Um, it might have been Frank Robinson. I might be missing somebody, and then Harmon. And now there's a whole bunch of people in between that, you know, yeah. that have... So he's dropped in the list, which makes me kind of sad. It's, you know, it's a different era. And those people, some of those people in between that have been proven to be steroid users. Yeah. So I guess, you know, that makes it kind of, you know, it, it makes you wonder, should those guys really be included in that list or should right. they yeah. be taken out altogether? Right, right. Yeah, and I think back to... uh you know, again, Hank Aaron would be nice to have met him. He was uh, interesting. I'd always heard this story too, and I confirmed it the other night that he did start his career in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which oh, isn't really? far from us. Yeah, he started off in a, a minor league team or a Class C team, I think it was called back then, in Eau Claire as an eighteen-year-old. Mm. That's interesting because I know my internship that I was supposed to do this year where I've been doing broadcasting for the Duluth Huskies. Um, there's a team in that, in that league uh, oh, right. from Eau Claire called the Eau Claire Express. Yeah. And I think just, this was the Eau Claire Bears, but they might've, you know, probably changed their names throughout the years. I mean, yeah, you never, but you never think, you know, that these people or these players that you're maybe announcing or seeing now when you're, when you're there could ever really make it. But, you know, I know, for example, from that league, there's been stars like Max Scherzer that have come through. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's yeah. pretty interesting that he started with an Eau Claire team. Right, yep. I think he was there for a year. Wow. So. Um, I know we've, we also, this has almost been a year now, but we lost uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, right. Yeah, that's hard to believe. That. There's a lot of guys yeah. this, this year. And yeah. I remember with Kobe, I'll always remember his last game where he went out uh, you know, scoring a lot of points and just like a true legend. And I rem I'll always remember where I was. I was in the dorm. I was in my dorm room, and there was always this, there was this kid that would always sit out, you know, in the lobby area and watch sports while he did his homework and his papers. And I, uh, decided to leave the dorm. And I remember I was uh, rolling by the area where he was watching the game, and I stopped for a second and took a look and saw that he was it was his last game and what was happening and I stopped in my tracks and I watched the entire end of that game the whole fourth quarter just because it was like one of those moments where you're like I don't want to miss this you know I want right. to I want to see how this plays out and I want to see how he ends his career because he was so iconic and such a legend and such a great player Never got to meet him either Yeah that's that's an unfortunate thing I'm, he's one of those guys I wonder if he would have done any uh shows or if he's like the michael jordan yeah, that you could never yeah, get him to do a show seems like he's a really nice guy what i've heard and yeah. did a lot of things for the community and things you didn't hear about you hear these stories come out now about him going to the hospital without any media coverage at all just right. to to visit kids that were in the hospital and it's great to hear that and hear those type of stories definitely especially you know for somebody like me who we'll get into this story later on in a future episode but uh somebody who grew up, spent a lot of his time in the hospital, and it meant the world to a kid like me when a when a star athlete or even just an athlete would come in and spend quality time with you and talk to you and, 
kind of befriend you, so to yeah. speak. And, you know, that's yeah. how we've met people like Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, that was your first time meeting Harmon and what a great guy he was. And that's all our friendship started with him. Mm-hmm. I know Kobe was big into soccer as well. And another star that we lost this year, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and I think right. way too soon, was Diego Maradona. And unfortunately, another guy that we never got a chance to meet. Uh, we don't have many soccer player autographs, but I think that would be something that we're open to adding to our car, to our collection um, as long as we get the chance to. And I know that Pele's been at a few shows and had to cancel, and hopefully one day we'll get the chance to meet him yeah, before it's yeah. too late. Yeah, there are not too many at the at the shows, but every now and then they'll uh, uh, players from the women's soccer team. Uh, oh yeah, so we have a few of those autographs. Yeah, uh, Hope Solo I know was there one time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, you got um, well, Nomar Garcia Power. If you remember his name, mm-hmm. now who's he married to? Uh, Mia Hamm. I yeah, think. so yeah. you met Nomar. Um, didn't meet Mia Hamm, but. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, we've definitely lost a lot of legends. Anybody else that you can think of that you've, you've met? Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of different guys that we've met throughout the years. Um, one in particular, although we lost him last year, was Bart Starr, and right. I think we've talked about what a, a great gentleman he was. Um, he was one of those guys that we we have on a, a jersey, so that's one of those you know iconic players that I wanted to get on a jersey and. And also on a full size helmet, yeah. um, so we, we've got both of those. Um, it was kind of nice that with the full size helmet, um, we only paid because it was a lot of money right. for his autograph. Um, it was one of those where we um, waited till the end of the line to to get him, and um, waited till everybody else had left. And after um, we got his autograph, the it was through TriStar Productions. They um, the, the guy that was heading up uh, TriStar Productions was there and said, oh, why don't you add on a couple inscriptions? And so he added MVP, uh, Super Bowl MVP, as well as Hall of Fame. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. That we'd not only have his autograph Bart Starr on a nice full-size helmet, but um, uh, the the gentleman from TriStar Productions actually was nice enough to say, go ahead and add the, the two inscriptions of Super Bowl MVP as well as Hall of Fame. Yeah. That, so I always appreciate that. That's awesome. I think um, I think it's Bobby, especially with from uh, TriStar Productions that did that. He's one of the the co-owners, especially with somebody like us who are diehard Packer fans to to be able to get that little bit extra on the Bart Star autographed helmet. Obviously, means the world to us. Yeah, and that was one of those where we had a chance to talk to him, and he uh, I remember him talking to you. Again, I think we mentioned before, you're in a wheelchair, um, so he was very kind. You were probably pretty young at the time, 10 or 12 years old, yeah, maybe. And I remember him asking you if you'd been to Lambeau Field and a bunch of questions. Just, it was great just to take the time to talk to you and chat with you. And Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You probably had your Packer jersey on, so he knew right away you're a sure, Packer fan. Sure. <laughs> I always have a Packer jersey on it seems anytime mm-hmm. we go to those shows I got to especially in Chicago you know you got to represent uh got to let the Chicago Bears fans know who <laughs> runs the north right we're invading their territory um, it, yeah um definitely lost a, a lot of legends um yeah it's it's been a really tough year and you hope that um this is it you hope that 
there aren't any more, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just makes me feel old that um, these are the guys, like I said, that I grew up with in the in the six, you know, well more in the seventies. As these are these vibrant athletes that are at the top of their game, and you know now they're they're passing away, which is sad and makes you feel old. Right. Um, yeah, another one was Don Sutton that died, you know, just a couple of days ago as well. Another guy that we had an autograph of on a on a baseball. Uh, I remember he was a nice guy and a nice autograph. Yeah. I don't know if you remember him, but you're probably too young. I might be a little too young for that, but I remember seeing also seeing him on. After his baseball career ended, I think he did some things. I think he did some broadcasting, and he was also on game shows. You can see him on like oh, Match cool. Game and um, other games like that. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah he definitely took full advantage of that stardom. Um, another guy that we lost uh, in the basketball realm was David Stern. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah commissioner. Yeah. yeah. And was that this year? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, well, not 2021, but. Right, 2020. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's been a crazy 12 months. And like I said, you just hope that it's coming to a close here and everybody stays safe and healthy for a <laughs> yeah. long time because we've lost way too many. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know when I looked at the, the list, it was like, wow, that, I forgot about Dick Allen's another one. Yeah. I didn't get to meet him, but I certainly remember playing, you know, seeing him play in the seventies. Lou Brock. Yeah. Lou Brock, another guy we got his autograph on, um, I think on baseball, and uh, I'm not sure if we had him on a mini helmet or not, but yeah. I remember him in MLB The Show um, getting his card in Ultimate Team, and he was just so fast. It was always fun <laughs> to, to steal bases with him. Right. Um, right. Yeah. He's another, yeah, he's, um, of course, Ricky Henderson broke his record. Right. Uh, that's another guy that um, that we've met, and, you know, I didn't know what to expect from Ricky Henderson, but he was very, very nice. Very yeah. nice guy. Yeah, he talked to us and he, you know said, "Can we take a picture?" He said, "Oh, of course. Come over here. Let's take a picture." So yeah, yeah. a very nice guy. Well, I think I speak for all sports fans that it's it's been a depressing year, but I hope that you know we can look back on some of the memories that we have with some of these stars, and look back at their lives with fondness and uh, like they say in the Sandlot, legends never die, and yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yep, their uh, their careers will be remembered, and they uh, they're in the stats book, and they'll always be remembered for their greatness, which is, well, you know, what we should be doing. Yeah, remembering that more than more than us mortal humans could say. <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us again for this episode, and I know it was more of a somber tone, but we just felt that we wanted to bring up and bring to light some of these great humans and their and their lives and how much they've touched us in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed these stories and please remember to follow us on YouTube at collector and son, where we'll be doing a memorabilia Monday this Monday. And I'm going to yeah, try, we'll <laughs> try to force the collector to pull that. I'll help him pull it's that jersey out. scary though. Cause it's all these, you know, mini helmets are in the way and baseballs and everything. I just hate to, start moving everything around and uh, just it's <laughs> you just hate to you know damage anything along the way but it's 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 not a mess in there it's just it's uh it's organized but like i said for some reason the hank aaron jersey i think it's because it's one of the first things that i that i did get um that was a jersey that it's 
buried in a corner right now. It, it's nice and protected. There's no sunlight hitting it because it's it's covered up pretty well, but it's there. But it's we just what have to... the people want. We'll <laughs> do it. We'll have Hank Aaron on Memorabilia Monday in some capacity. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at collector underscore n underscore sun. Uh, we're definitely trying to grow our followers on Twitter. Uh, stay tuned and stay up to date with everything going on through our Twitter account. Uh, Facebook at Collector and Sun. And Instagram as well. We've finally surpassed 100 followers, which is a great achievement. And now we want to push on for that next 100 and get to 200. So if you guys would be so kind as to go follow us on there at Collector and Sun. It would be very much appreciated. Uh, we post photos of items that we've collected, such as the multi-signed Hall of Fame helmet. And if we are able to pull out the Hank Aaron jersey from the massive uh, collection in the collection room, maybe... There's like 100 mini helmets in the way, so it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to take some time. Well, we'll have some pictures up of a Hank Aaron autograph, regardless. And, yeah... Uh, any final thoughts? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think uh, we mentioned we, you know, definitely miss these guys, and um, but I, like you said, I think the important thing is they stayed in our memory and getting to meet them. The few that we did were able to meet, um, it was an honor to meet them, and it's uh, definitely a memory that we'll keep forever. Yeah, definitely. And with that being said, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed one last time and. Uh, go go share with us in the comments any fond memories you have of maybe meeting somebody like Al Kaline, Kobe Bryant, Gail Sayers, Bob Gibson, Tom, Tom Seaver, Hank Aaron, Paul Horning, anybody that you've met um, that has passed away and you have a fond memory, feel free to share with us in the comments. We definitely want to hear from you. Um, and with that being said, I think uh, that's a wrap. All right. See you uh, next week. See you.